0: If it's a joke, if it, whatever it is, when you hear an Afrikaans person just saying like, fuck, you know that there's a problem. Just so like, I would say that that's probably my, my favorite, my favorite word. Hello and uh, welcome back to another episode of The Early Bird. I am very excited to be back again with you guys another podcast another Tuesday Um, it's great to be back I'm sorry about the slightly late upload last week but we're back on schedule now and um, yeah we have a very exciting plan for you guys today so this is the early bird podcast the podcast where we speak about raw and relatable content in an open and relatable way and um, with no further ado I'd like to introduce our guest today and our guest today is Someone close to my heart. He goes by the name of Oliver Heidemann, um, and we we have a few questions for for him today. So, yeah, I, I can't wait to to dive in and to chat to him about those things. Thank you very much, Oli, for having me on the podcast. I am uh, very grateful that I'm I've had the opportunity to to join you today, and it's a very Exciting uh, venture that we, we are on together, and um, yeah, I can't wait to hear um, what you what you want to chat about today. Well, thank you for joining us. The first thing I wanted to ask is why did you start filmmaking? Oh wow, that that is a very interesting question. So, basically, when I started filmmaking, it was sort of um, it came around accidentally. So, I basically got a, a camera from from my friend, which I bought. It was a GoPro. I bought a GoPro from my friend for about, I think it was 200 round, which is literally in dollars, that would be like $10 now. So, practically nothing. He thought it was broken. And I started messing around, and, and I, I made a few videos on the GoPro. And then my grandparents got me a, a toy drone for Christmas, and... I literally loved this drone so much. But it didn't have any camera or anything. It was literally about 10 centimeters by 10 centimeters. It was tiny. And I flew it all over and then one day crashed it into the road and it got run over by a car. So I took it back to the shop and then convinced them to give me a drone with a little camera on it, which was a much better one because I said it was their fault that it fell out of the sky. So they must give me a better one. And they gave me this little drone with this a terrible camera like you could not see what was happening but I was so obsessed with trying to create like a drone movie that I started editing an iMovie and I used the GoPro and this little toy drone to make all of these videos and just carried on doing that for about a year Um, and started really loving it and I just sort of fell in love with it and, and decided I want to carry on doing this and then I managed to do some jobs and earn some money and then buy my first proper camera and it sort of just evolved from there over the last few years. I think that was about four or five years ago now. So it's just sort of, it wasn't an intentional thing. I didn't always think, oh, I want to go into film, but it sort of just happened. um, And I definitely would not consider doing anything differently. Wow, very interesting and a pretty good story. Um, my, my next question would be If your life didn't well, have any limits That's, that's what a very would you interesting question um, For me I try to live my life As if there aren't any limits With what I can do And my potential uh, I feel that My, my biggest limit is, is fear And I try to overcome my fear By making decisions Based on my judgment My knowledge And um, my intuition in my heart, rather than making decisions based off fear, because i uh, I feel like if I want to be as true to myself as I can be, I need to live my life through through making my own decisions and through possibly um, also just being clear with those decisions despite what other people may say and other people's opinions because. Uh, for me, if I'm not being like true to myself and what I believe in, then I can't be happy with myself and have a good relationship with myself. And that's something that's so important to me. And just on the few years that I've spent on this planet, I have become more and more aligned to myself, I think, and try to push my fears away, in a sense, so that I can just go on the journey that... That is me and is closest to myself because I believe I have a unique purpose on this planet. So uh, I want to stick with that and do whatever I can to to follow that uh, while building up other people around me. That's my biggest thing. That if, if I can make a decision and it won't have a negative effect on people around me or on other people, um, even if it's a controversial decision, if it doesn't have a negative effect on other people, then I'm going to go for that decision if I strongly believe in it and uh, i think that that's been a really um, interesting introspection for me over the last few months especially wow well, so my my thing then then is um, for I you mean, with your, I guess your that passion that, that's so i didn't really answer the question but i would um, yeah i would carry on doing what i'm doing and i would want to do more film work and work with more companies and maybe make some travel films. I would love to to do a documentary. Um, I would love to do a documentary at some point, and I think I would love to just follow other people who are in positions that I would like to be in. Uh, I have some big inspirations in the both like the internet and filmmaking space. I've been very lucky to have sort of a mentor by the name of Lonnie Perister, who is wow. a no, director from Los Angeles, who's and a director who works with HBO, and he's done some amazing projects. And some of the other sort of inspirations um, for me would my, be my next would people be, like if Dan Mace, is a local what South African filmmaker, lives in Cape Town, and um, as well as Casey Neistat. And I mean, I've also in, in some ways have been looking at someone like uh, Logan Paul, recently and the way that he's sort of conducted his branding and rebranded himself and there's a lot to be said for for what he's done and I do have a lot of respect for for him and how he works so there's so many different avenues that I, I can't say that I'm I have one sort of specific path that I'm 100% sure I want to go down but I know it'll be in the filmmaking and entertainment space and I'm going to carry on just seeing where my path takes me and what opportunities open up and how I can uh, best utilize those opportunities in my life. And and my my thing with that that I was gonna say is how how does your passion and work how do they relate and where does it change? I would say that um, I would say I have like a huge passion for what I do, and I I I really it doesn't ever feel like work even if I'm getting paid for something it doesn't feel to me like it's work. It feels a lot more like I'm just doing what I love and what I would be choosing to do anyway because in many ways it is. Um, So I think that maybe like uh, what I could say though is which parts I... uh, There are some parts obviously that aren't my favorite like the admin side of it. Some parts of editing, for example. Like I found editing this podcast to be quite tiring because there's not as much creativity yeah. it's more just labor intensive so it's like three four hours even sometimes just to edit the podcast and just cut out the pieces that I don't want and and to just get everything done um, and doing thumbnails for YouTube and uploading stuff and checking statistics and finding I mean I enjoy it and it's part of it but it's not necessarily my my favorite part so that part to me is probably more of like the work side um, as well as doing invoicing and stuff like that. But then my passion, I'm so passionate about what I do in my work that it, it comes easily. It doesn't really feel like work, even when I'm doing those things that I don't really like as much. No, yeah, very, very fair, fair point. And so my next thing is, obviously you've been in, in business for a long time and you've been interested in business. Uh, for a long time, and, and how did that come to be, and, and how did that possibly involve some sacrifices in, in your life, and involve you sacrificing some things? So, I've always been very interested in business, um, without even realizing it sometimes. So, for example, when I was in, I think it was, I don't know, grade three, I would have been, what, I think 10? I'm guessing about 10, 11, I think. I was probably like my first little business that I set up. And I saw that there was a craze going around at school and people were selling yo-yos. So I chatted to my mom and found a wholesaler for yo-yos. And I would go and buy, I would buy like 20 yo-yos and buy them for like 10 round of wholesale, um, buy a box of them and go and sell them at school to the other kids for like 30 rand and I would make profit and then I mean all the profit I made I would use to buy ice creams after school but like it was <laughs> it was still like a it was something that I was super passionate about and I really enjoyed it and then from there when I went on to well there was yeah firstly there wasn't really much sacrifice at that time but then I went on to when I was 12 I uh, started DJing and I started DJing for a lot of different at uh, different parties, at my friends' parties, people in my school, I would DJ at their parties and I mean I was happy. I was getting paid to DJ and I love DJing. I still love DJing. Um it's just a hobby of mine but I got paid to do that. But I guess like there there was a bit of a sacrifice in that I couldn't really enjoy the party necessarily as much, like chat to my mates. Um and and do other things. I was working, and like when I'm working, I take it seriously, and I make sure I do the best job that I can, because obviously someone is paying their time, and they have invested their time, and they're investing their money into me to do uh, to provide a service for them. So I always try to take that quite seriously and respect that. But um, that that was a bit of sacrifice. And then over the last few years with my filmmaking, it's mostly just time uh because if i'm choosing to film something or if i have a client project that i need to have done even if i'm at a friend's house or whatever i try to still include my friends and see them as much as possible but yeah what yeah so we're gonna try keep keep this short sorry but uh, we've also got a few questions from Mm -hmm. our subscribers and our first question is what was the first piece of camera equipment that you bought well, the first piece of camera equipment that I bought was a GoPro. I think I mentioned it earlier. It was a GoPro from my friend, um, which I got for like 200 bucks. And he thought it was broken. So I literally bought it from him. He thought it was broken. I managed to fix it up and get it to work. And then I used that to film. So, yeah, it was pretty unique yeah, and interesting well, um, interesting story. Um, one of our last questions is what inspires you to, to carry on and keep on creating content uh, like you do? And I and think a lot of what inspires me it. to carry on creating content and doing what I do now is possibly um, hearing from other people that they are interested in what I'm doing and um, I think that there is a lot of sort of I don't know, a sense of purpose in that, and it's cool to to see that other people respect what you're doing and like maybe possibly can take something away from it, whatever it is. Uh, but for me, it's just something that I feel like I feel it was my purpose. So I I just. I know that it's it's what makes me like what makes me tick and what makes me excited. So I just have to carry on yeah, doing I can it. I think that's that for me, it's not really a question. You want to benefit other people and improve the people of the li- people's lives who are around you. Um, and on that note, what exactly. what advice would you give to anyone who is wanting to start out in the filming or content creation space at this time? In what 2020? advice? Um, um, my as a advice. Young person who I mean, is doing I haven't this. been doing this for that long, to be fair, but my advice to anyone who's thinking of maybe possibly joining the film space or wanting to do content creation, I would say that the, the best thing that I've learned or that anyone's ever told me is to just do it. Um, and by that, I mean, I don't mean don't think about it or don't plan it, but I think people can get so caught up in the ideals and what they want to do and the fear that they end up possibly not doing what they wanted to do. And my biggest advice would be if you really feel passionate about something, go ahead and do it. And if you fail, then you fail and you'll learn and then you'll yeah, grow from it. But amazing. don't not do it because you're wow. scared of other people's opinions or, um, scared and, and now fail. for our, our final question, which is our regular regularly scheduled question. What is your favorite swear word? <laughs> Uh, the I, I've seen this question in the episodes. Guy, I, mean, eh? I haven't actually really thought about this too much. I mean, uh, I've seen other people being asked, but I haven't really thought about it. I would say my favorite swear word is probably, I don't know. I would say it's probably fuck, but it's like the Afrikaans version because there's something about that that just like it has an emphasis. And... When you hear someone saying that, you know that, like, either something, you know, whatever it is, it's serious. If it's a joke, if it, whatever it is, when you hear an Afrikaans person just saying, like, fuck, you know that there's a problem. Just so, like, I would say that that's probably my yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite, my favorite swear. It's not a very big is, story behind it, but yeah, that's it probably can it. It's been used in multiple ways, so. Yeah, exactly but we yeah we, we don't have a, a massive um, a massive plan for today so I just wanted to say well, I yeah, just wanted to thank you to say thank you so much for for having me on the podcast today and um, yeah it's been it's been great I'm glad that I could answer some questions we're keeping this episode I, I understand nice and short which is cool and um, I understand that the viewers can expect to go back to the normal podcasts from next week amazing thank you thank you so much and um yeah i can't wait to to see where this podcast goes thank you very much everyone for watching yeah exactly they they can expect to go back to the normal podcasts from next week um this has been a special episode and i've been very lucky to have ali here to chat to me and um yeah to be honest i'm not looking forward to the editing process with this but it's been a great episode and um, i hope you guys have been able to take something valuable out of this and i would just like to say thank you so much to everyone who's been watching who's watched the podcast who's subscribed it really makes a massive difference to me and um yeah i really i really appreciate it and super grateful for for all of you guys so sending out lots of love to everyone hope you guys are keeping well and uh i can't wait to to chat to you guys again in the next episode so peace out and i'll see you guys next week